welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with listeners just like you all across America. We publish these stories on iTunes, on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and through print publications such as the State Journal and the Exponent Telegram. We reach thousands and thousands of listeners and readers with our partner news websites throughout West Virginia, such as WVNews.com. Our goal is to help educate and motivate our audience with these inspirational business stories. This week, we're going to learn about Danny Fink and his company, Premier Tax Consulting, LLC, located in Morgantown, West Virginia. Danny, are you ready to get down to business? I'm ready, Jim. Let's get started. All right, man. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the podcast to talk about your company. Danny Fink is the president of Premier Tax Consulting, LLC. Premier Tax Consulting specializes in working with small and medium-sized businesses, primarily in north-central West Virginia. Danny noticed that most accounting firms spend most of their time focused on recording past history by preparing financial statements and tax returns. Of course, Premier provides those services as well because it must be done. So Danny started Premier Tax Consulting to offer a different kind of service to their clients. They pride themselves in offering proactive advice to their clients, helping them minimize the amount of taxes they have to pay through proactive tax planning, as well as reviewing key performance indicators to help their clients run more profitable businesses. Premier Tax Consulting was named 2018 Best of Morgantown Award winner for their best accounting firm. Danny has written four books on taxes, and his latest book, The Great Tax Escape, was a number one bestseller on Amazon in four business categories. Before founding Premier Tax Consulting, Danny worked in the Compliance Accounting Unit at WVU for about seven years. He's originally from the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia and moved to Morgantown in 2005. He's a long time, this is a cool thing, he's a long time endurance athlete and was a member of the United States Summer Biathlon National Team for 10 years where he represented the United States at eight world championships, winning two medals in international competition as a member of Team USA. He has two sons, they're awesome, Alex who's 12 and Benny who's nine. Danny, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro and give us a little behind the curtain look into your company. Thanks, Jim. Well, I started Premier Tax in 2011. At that point, I was still at WVU and was uh, doing the taxes on the side, primarily working with people who owed back taxes, mm-hmm. helping, them, helping them solve those problems. And um, in the compliance accounting unit, we basically dealt with the accounting side of the grants and contracts that WVU got. And basically, my job was uh, to keep WVU out of the newspaper for doing something they weren't supposed to do. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it, it was a challenge and I enjoyed it, but at some point, you know, uh, the challenge sort of went away and I was looking for a new challenge and decided uh, 
to do Premier Tax Consulting full-time, uh, which I did about four years ago. Yeah, that's awesome, man. <clears throat> Danny, what what is the – well, first of all, you know, how did you get started in accounting to begin with? Well, well take us back to that, that point in time where you said, this is where I want to go with my life. But that's sort of a strange story. Yeah. When I was in my undergraduate years, um, I was focused on accounting and took all the accounting classes up through um, my junior year, I guess. And at that point, I, I thought, you know, I don't think I really want to do this for the rest of my life. Hmm. And uh, did not take the last one or two accounting classes. Um, so I went, you know, out into the world, worked in banking for a while. Uh, and I went to work for Corning Consumer Products. You know, they make Corel and Corningware, et cetera. Yeah. And worked in planning and logistics, I think, for about nine years with them. And our division was sold to another company. And a few months later, our facility was closed down. Hmm. Uh, I had been thinking about going back and getting my master's degree in accounting and sitting for the CPA <clears throat> for several years at that point. but just didn't see how I could fit it in with everything else. And at that point, I thought, you know, this is the perfect time. Now's the time to do it. Um, so I went got back, got my master's degree in accounting, and then actually taught accounting at JMU in Virginia for a couple of years before uh, moving to Morgantown. Oh, wow. That's a great story. A, a nice, you kind of like got uh, got kind of thrust into it, right? Basically, you had to kind of sink or swim, and, and, and look where you're at today. You own your own company, and that's that's pretty awesome. Danny, what's your 30-second elevator pitch for Premier Tax Consulting? Well, we specialize in working with small and medium-sized uh, businesses and take a proactive approach uh, to do two things, minimize the amount of taxes that they have to pay as well as increasing their profitability. So that's, that's what we're striving to do with our business clients. Yep, and Danny, I've I've known you for a couple of years. Um, in full disclosure, you know you're my CPA that I that I rely on and trust for my for my business, and and I can just say that it it's uh, what you provide out there in the community is a very valuable resource. Uh, you're a small business, and you're helping small business, so I, I think that's awesome. Excellent, excellent, Thanks. excellent. What's Danny? Thanks. What's what's one thing you would say you're most excited about for your company right now? <clears throat> Well, it's hard to narrow it down to just one thing. Yeah. So if it's all right, I'll, I'll mention a couple. And the first is the Tax Cuts and Job Act that uh, you know, was passed about a year ago, yep. now enforced for 2018. And that's really opened up a lot of uh, tax planning opportunities for business owners. And so we're excited to work with our clients to make sure that they and we take advantage of that for them. Uh, the the other item is that you know, due to our continued growth, we're outgrowing our current space. And uh, so we just purchased the building and closed on it about a month ago, and we're going to be moving into that building uh, following taxes. Awesome. I love, I love to see progress, and that's it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. You guys and your team are, are doing great things out there, especially supporting entrepreneurs, small business, medium-sized business in north-central West Virginia. Danny, I, I always like to um, say so how long, how many years have you been full time in into Premier now? Four years. Four years, yeah. Okay, I always like to talk about this, uh, even though the show is called Positively West Virginia. I always I ask the question about, you know, what is your what's your worst business moment since you've been a business owner? You know, sometimes I think that 
we can all learn a lot from those kinds of things where you where you're going through that difficult time and how you pull yourself out from it. So can you take us to that spot of the worst worst moment that you've had in in, in business so far? Well, I really haven't had a worse spot in my business. Mm-hmm. You know, we started out and we just continued to grow. There really haven't been any true struggles from that point of view. Yeah. Um, probably my um, worst moment, though, since I've been doing this, is related to work we were doing with clients. Yeah. And I can talk about that briefly. Absolutely. Life. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, so this goes back to working, you know, with taxpayers that owe back taxes. Yeah. And I had a, a person come to me and they owed several hundred thousand dollars in back taxes. Mm. And, um, you know, we went through the process of analyzing what they might qualify for, got all the paperwork together. And, you know, that took about three months, submitted it all to the IRS uh, to get an offer and compromise. And that's where the IRS agrees to settle for some amount less than the full amount due. Yep. And, uh, Took them, t- takes them about six months to process it. You know, we were finally contacted by the offer specialist. She reviewed it and uh, made some changes, but she she eventually approved an offer for us, uh, and I think the amount was about seventy four thousand hmm. dollars, which was a significant saving from the I think it was about six hundred thousand. Oh my dollars. gosh! Yeah. Uh, so we were very excited. The client was excited, uh, but then about a month later we were notified that her manager had declined the offer, um, which is the first time I'd ever experienced that. It was the first time the offer specialist said that she had never experienced it in over 20 years with the IRS, but he had the authority to do it. Um, so, you know, that, that was tough to deal with to have to then go to the client and say, no, you know, we thought we had to settle. It's no longer settled. Um, but, you know, that, that wasn't the end, so we decided to appeal it, and uh, that's where it's currently sitting. It's, it's been appealed, and we'll either get our offer approved, um, and if that doesn't work, then we'll start over and uh, start with a new offer. So wow. that's probably the toughest thing I've, I've had to deal with is um, Absolutely. going back to a client when we thought it was settled. Yeah, yeah, not to be. exactly. What What's your one takeaway from that experience? Well, I think the takeaway is that it's not over till it's over. You know, <laughs> we thought it was over, <laughs> and 99% of the time that would have been the case, but it wasn't. Oh, my and gosh. Just, so the manager says it's not approved, it's still not over. So we're appealing, and even if we lose the appeal, there's still other options available, you know, and we'll keep working. It, so. Absolutely. You can't, you can't give up. Danny, I wanted to I wanted to kind of rewind a little bit too. You you mentioned the Tax Cuts and Job Act uh, as being one of your uh, things that you're most excited about for right now, right? 2018. As we're we're getting into the end of the year, if you're listening to this in uh, in real time, you know that uh, we're at mid mid December in 2018, and um, <clears throat> if you're listening to it as a recording, uh, you know it's still relevant. But Danny, talk, can you talk a little bit about what that what that means uh, the the tax cuts and job act for I mean it, obviously there's numerous things and I don't necessarily want you to get into all the complexities but what are some of the key items in that uh, legislation that's going to impact small and, and media sized businesses in West Virginia the biggest um, item that's going to impact 
business owners is going to be the section 199A. Yep. And basically, it creates a new category of income, and they called it qualified business income. And essentially, for the pass-through entities, that would be a sole proprietor, partnership, an S-corp, mm-hmm. um, those entity types qualify for that qualified business income. That's also known and as QBI, correct? Exactly. So it's much more complicated than this, but the simple version is if you have $100,000 profit, you get to subtract 20% off the top, and you would be taxed on $80,000 instead of $100,000. That's and huge. Really the reason, it is huge. And the reason for, for that was the whole purpose of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was to help the large corporations become more competitive worldwide. And they lowered the corporate tax rate. But they didn't want to put the smaller businesses at a disadvantage, so they came up with this way of giving the smaller businesses a tax cut as well, and that's what they came up with. Awesome. You know, one of my beliefs in West Virginia, especially in our state, and that's really what I'm focused on primarily, uh, is that, you know, the the way out to economic prosperity isn't necessarily a big uh, corporation or big company coming into West Virginia and saving us all. I believe it's the small business owners, medium-sized businesses that are growing and moving here and starting here. That's you know kind of our way to economic di- diversity. Number one, plus that competitiveness. And so anything like this that I hear is just it's extra incentive, right? It's extra um, a bonus for for companies to say, yeah, you know, let's let's um, let's start, let's get something rolling, right? It's oftentimes the the, the decks. Uh, stacked against small small companies, it seems like anyway, uh, in a lot of instances. But this is this is one of those things that people all across the country can benefit, and of course here in West Virginia. Exactly, I agree. You know, small businesses are the lifeblood of the economy, yeah. and that's one reason why I've decided to really focus on helping small businesses. You know, if we can help them be more profitable and succeed, you know, they're going to provide services to the area. They're going to create jobs and everyone's going to win. Yeah. And so Danny, um, you moved here in 2005 into West Virginia from, uh, you know, Virginia. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. So what would you say is the best thing about being in business in West Virginia? Uh, The people, um, you know, it's a very close community and, uh, you know, we're, you know, we're out active in the community and, you know, we may be in Walmart or a restaurant, and it seems like every time we're out, you know, I'm bumping into a client, you know, we always stop and catch up and uh, really our clients, you know, become our friends and we're invested in their success. And I think they feel the same way back towards us. So you know, I, I think that's what I really like about it. Yeah, it, it was actually probably a little bit nicer bumping into those clients a year ago because you could actually, if you bought them dinner, you could actually write that off as an expense. But in new tax law, you can't do that. Is that correct? Well, you you still can. Oh, okay. So good. The, you can still take the meals deduction. Okay, good. The, the change is if you the entertainment part. 
Gotcha. Okay, great. So, you know, if you went to the WVU game, you couldn't deduct the ticket. Uh, all right. All right. Good. Duly noted. And if you took them golfing, you couldn't deduct the golf, but you could deduct the meal. Right. All right. Well, exactly. there, there you go. <laughs> there you go. See, I was trying to test you if you, if you, uh, you know, if you were up on that, but you clearly I are. Figured. You're a, uh, you're a, you're a student of tax law. I know that for firsthand and it's awesome. Danny, I wanted to ask you, you know, obviously you're growing, you, you just you're bought a new building, you're moving your team over there. Uh, what's the vision for your company long term? How do you see that, you know, fleshing out? Well, I, I see us continuing to grow. You know, I think we provide a valuable service, you know, helping make their businesses more successful and profitable. Sure. Yeah. And really, my goal is to be the only logical choice for a small business owner in this area yeah. uh, when they're looking for a, for an accounting firm. I really want to be known as that's the place you want to go if you need a small business accountant. Yep. That's a that's very clear vision that you've set out, and uh, there's no doubt in my mind that you're going to get there. Oh, Danny, I want to take a, a break here just to mention uh, some of our sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia, and they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to uh, highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia, just like with Premier Tax Services and Danny Fink. Danny, let's get back to it right now. You know, you come in, you come in contact, you serve entrepreneurs, small business, medium-sized business owners throughout West Virginia. What's one piece of advice you would give to those folks who are thinking about starting a company or uh, maybe buying a business or taking over the family business? What's one piece of advice you would give to those folks in our state? I would say don't try to do it alone. Hmm. And that may sound strange coming from me because I'm probably someone that tries to do things alone. I'm pretty self-reliant and that's sort of my personality. Yeah. Um, you know, but we can all accomplish more when we have a good support system. And I think I'm learning that um, and I'm getting better at uh, depending on other people. Uh, but, you know, whether that be a mentor or good professional advisors or even joining a networking group like BNI, and i mm-hmm. you've got a, a good team around you to help you, you know, it's, it's going to help you grow and, and be successful. Absolutely. You know, uh, in addition to, you know, your employees, your teammates that you have around you, you know, I always say that, you know, having an awesome CPA and, uh, you know, a great accountant on your team and a great lawyer on your team are, are two essential things. So I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, and especially when, you know, you, especially as, you know, if you're in a partnership or something like that, you have a partner to talk to, maybe it's a family business, you have family members to talk to, but you really need those advisors to uh, to help bounce ideas off of, right? Right, and you know, um, most people who go into business, they are good at what they do, mm-hmm. but most of them aren't necessarily good at being a business person. Yeah, and, and and you stay so busy doing the work that you don't really have time to uh, manage the business. Yeah, uh, and I see it regularly. Uh, I actually just met with someone this morning who um, admitted the same to me yeah. without me actually prompting it. Uh, it came from him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I work um, in, in my field. I work with a lot of healthcare professionals, and it's amazing. You have these amazing, amazing, talented uh, healthcare providers, but 
they didn't really go to medical school to be a business owner, you know? And so, you know, they kind of look at the, you know, at the end of the year, whatever's left over, that was, that was their profit, which obviously makes sense, but they're not paying attention, a lot of them, to the details day in and day right. out, month after month. And, you know, I'm going to say something, and you could either agree with this or disagree, but, you know, at the, when it all comes down to it, a business, you know, because you mentioned profitability, right, helping people to get profit, profitable and, and uh, you know, maximize their profitability. But at the end of, like, the month, the year, whatever the time period you're looking at, the ultimate goal for a business is to earn a profit, right, for the owner or owners. And, you know, yeah, sure, we want to employ people. We want to provide jobs, opportunity, leadership, community, all the stuff, right? But you can't do all that if you're weak and are not making a profit. What are your what are your comments on that that statement? And that's that's really a key. You know, when we're in looking at at your financials, you know, we're digging in and we're looking at cash flow. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, cash is king. If you don't have the cash flow, mm-hmm. you're not going to survive. You know, I'm a big fan of the show Shark Tank. Yeah, and they always talk <laughs> about knowing your numbers. And sometimes you can grow so fast, you know, that you've got orders, but you don't have the cash to fund, uh, you know, to make the purchases. So, exactly. Yep. Uh, so you've got to have the cash flow. Well, what, Danny, what's just speaking of that? What's one of the things that you see most often in terms of, um, you know, business owners that uh, maybe they're not doing it right? What's one thing that, you know, we all should be paying attention to besides, you know, the bottom line? Well, there's lots of things I see. But yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of businesses leak money, yep. and there's just little bits going here and there that probably don't need to be spent. Yep. Um, and one example would be insurance policy. Yeah. You know, you may have four different ones purchased from four different vendors with overlapping coverages. Whereas hmm. if you combine that into one plan, you know, you can get all the coverage you need and reduce your premium by twenty five percent. Yep. That's just an example. That's money in your pocket, right? Right. It, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I I was talking to a, a business owner. Um, he's actually a friend of mine, and not a client or anything. A, a couple of weeks ago, and 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 he was talking about like, I said, you know, what's your profit profit margin? He goes, well, I just look at the bank at the end of the month. If I have money in there, that's my profit. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I mean, and it, it, it kind of struck me as like, there's probably a lot of people out there that. That think that way. They're not looking at the P and L. They're not. They may be looking at top line revenue, but they're not looking at the bottom line profit loss. And and I wonder about that sometimes. And you, you know, it's just like if if you're not paying attention and having a a guy like Danny Fink, like I said, I'm speaking. You know, this is a kind of a personal endorsement here. But you have the heart of a teacher. You know, you you want to educate your clients on not only what the numbers are, but what they mean. And you know how you can take make those small tweaks and adjustments and actually make it better for everybody, so that you can hire more people, or you know, take that vacation, or fund your college for your kids, or <laughs> pay off your mortgage earlier, whatever it might be, right? Whatever your goals are, and I think that's that's really the value uh, that you're bringing. And you're, not only is it your vision and your goal, but you're actually doing it. And that's that's pretty awesome. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I'm. That's my goal, so I'm, I'm glad it's coming across that way, and that you're getting value from it. Absolutely, Danny. What's one thing you? What's one thing that you do every day that you think contributes to your success? I, I think 
the thing I do most consistently is uh, stay fit. Mm. Uh, you know, athletics has been a huge part of my life, so I've always been good, been in good shape. Uh, but I think staying fit plays a big part, you know, in operating at a high level. Um, so currently, I'm not. I don't work out every day. I'm currently at about five days a week. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I have more energy. You know, when I work out regularly, uh, it serves as a stress reliever. Helps clear my mind, and you know, I've gotten some of my best ideas of all solve some problems, you know, just out on a run. So uh, absolutely, I think that's very, very valuable and helpful to me, anyway. Great advice. Great advice. What's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without? Our biggest is uh, a software called Jetpack Workflow, hmm. and it's it's a client and workflow management software designed especially for accountants. And basically, it allows us to track tasks and deadlines uh, just to ensure that, you know, we, cause everything in the accounting world is deadline driven, you know, whether it be payroll taxes or anything else. Um, so we don't want to let things slip through the cracks. So that, that software has been very valuable to us. Absolutely. And, and it's not like if you just miss a deadline, you miss a deadline, there's, there's t- uh, penalties and sometimes. <laughs> That's <worse>. right. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Danny, what's one book you would recommend for um, aspiring business people and entrepreneurs out there? Uh, the E-Myth Revisited yes. by Michael Gerber. Yes. Uh, I think if you're just going to read one business book, that's the one I would say read. Mm. Uh, and I think everyone, if you're not already doing it perfect, this book will help you. Yeah. I, I, I was actually going to mention that book when you were talking about a lot of business owners are really good at what they do, but they're not good at running a business. And that really kind of is the, the essence of that book. Right. Yeah, he calls them technicians. That's right. Um, and, and I've seen it, and I see it over and over. Um, and, I, and I think another big takeaway from this book is you know, the importance of systems and sort of act like you're going to create a franchise even if you have no intentions to, you know, and get everything in place so that you're not, the business isn't dependent on you, the owner, to do everything. Absolutely. It's, it's about, uh, in large part, it not only is it about your people that you have around you, but it's also your processes. Exactly. Especially, yeah. especially as you're trying to scale a company, you know that's that's one thing that I, I find very common in this podcast and just in meeting business owners uh, throughout my career is that people get to a certain level and they don't know how to uh, how to take that scale. I mean, I fight it myself. You know, how do you how do you scale me? You know, doing all the you know business uh, development, new you know new sales and all that kind of stuff, and it's. It's a difficult thing, but if you have the internal processes, and that's what you're talking about, uh, that makes it that makes all the difference in the world. Exactly, Danny. If you could meet anybody in West Virginia who could help your business get to the next level, who would it be? I thought about this, and I don't think there was a single individual yeah. that I would be looking for. Uh, but what I would say is, I would I would like to meet any small business owner. And if I can help them, that will help me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's that's excellent. And hopefully, we'll make some connections for you here. That's one of the things we love doing uh, on the show. And as we're getting the world word out there about uh, about the success stories in West Virginia, that's uh, that's one of the things we're trying to do is help people make those connections. Danny, is there anything else that uh, that you'd like to talk about with your company that we haven't hit on yet? Um. 
one thing briefly. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. That I, I think is a little different with us than uh, most firms is that we offer fixed fee packages. You know, so you, it allows our clients to select what services they want, and their fee every month is the same. So they don't have to worry about, you know, if they call us and we spend 15 minutes on the phone, what's the bill going to be? Yep. Uh, the the amount is the same every month, and uh, our clients really like that, not being nickel and dime with uh, every little thing we do for them. Absolutely. I think that's a... That's definitely a, a, a differentiating factor uh, with between your firm and, and others out there. Not that the others don't provide service and, and you know quality and value, but uh, I, I love that about what you do as well. That's very cool. Danny, in closing, how can our listeners and readers learn more about your con, uh, company and, and get in touch with you if they want to do so? Well, we do have a website. It's premiertaxwv.com. Yep. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. Um, we can be reached by email, um, Danny at premiertaxwv.com. Um, and our phone number is also listed on the website if they, if they wanted to call us. Absolutely. And I'll make sure that uh, we have links to all that stuff in the show notes for the podcast on iTunes, especially in Google Play. And uh, also, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this too, we'll put links to your books uh, on Amazon, uh, on the oh. uh, on the res- on the uh, on that page as well, and then the E Myth Revisited uh, will be on our resources page. People can just click and uh, purchase a copy of that book right there. It's a pretty cool, pretty cool deal. Pretty good, good setup. Right, Danny. It's been awesome having you on the show today, uh, learning a little bit more about your success and what you're doing and your growth and the service that you provide to small and medium-sized companies around North Central West Virginia. You're awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for inviting me, Jim. It's always nice to spend time with you. Uh, well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Danny Fink and Premier Tax Consulting, our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments and encouragement, uh, some handwritten notes we've been getting in and all that kind of stuff. Keep that stuff coming. We really appreciate it. My team uh, does as well. Of course, we encourage you to share uh, the podcast and these stories on your social media channels as well. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga.